Hey y'all, welcome to Cross Politic Sunday Special. Pastor Toby Chuck Knox, I'm the Water Boy. We got David Yarns coming up. Yeah, he's with, he's with the National Doctor. Federation of Christian Businesses. Actually, interesting mm-hmm. stuff there. It's we like, also got. It kind of looks like Claude Van Damme. We got a little bit Jean Claude. <laughs> no, Claude. 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 <laughs> Just Claude. Just Claude. We also have Floater Joe. Yep. He's a trucker in the middle of a, the convoy. The Canadian yeah. convoy. Coming up. Uh, it's it's pretty fun stuff. Yeah. It was really fun it's having Floater Joe on. on oh game. man. Joe Biden and the Democrats are on the shoulders of Lady Justice, doing their very best to yank off. That blindfold that she's wearing on her mm. shoulders. They, they they are yanking, they, prying that Joker off while others mm-hmm. are trying to put it back on. Uh oh. That blindfold that she wears it represents one of the most sacred and fundamental values of justice: to show no partiality in judgment, not to the rich, mm-hmm. nor to the poor, to the white, or to black men or black women or men <laughs> or. That's it. <laughs> or white men. I'm just, I thought I covered where we're going here. I'll get to the Most white men. I'll get to the. It doesn't matter anymore. No, it doesn't. Just, just it just doesn't over. matter. Yeah, that's funny. This used to be foundational to the civil rights movement. Remember the civil rights movement? We yep. had one of one those. One time. One time. Am I not a man? Am mm. I not a human? Am I not a brother? Mm-hmm. So much of what the civil rights movement fought for right now is at stake, and the retirement of Justice Breyer. Breyer. Is it Breyer? Breyer. 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 It is actually evidence of what's at stake right now. At the retirement of the announcement of Supreme Court Justice Breyer, Joe Biden has pledged to fill the seat with a black woman. The person I will nominate will be someone with extraordinary qualifications, character, experience, and integrity. And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court. It's long overdue in my view. I made that commitment during the campaign for president, and I will keep that commitment. That's actually federally illegal. (laughs) Um, That that literally is illegal to nominate or to only say I'm going to interview. Well, he didn't say he was only going to interview. So to be fair, he's only going to nominate. Yeah, but that's even worse. But well, that means you're not going to interview anybody else. Yeah, yeah. NFL's been doing it for a long time. (laughs) The, the, The most important thing, though, is that black woman. Should never be a qualification for being a Supreme Court justice. Oh, you just, you just I'm just going to say, say that? it. Just, and I, I'm going to say it like this too. Nor should white man mm-hmm. or brown woman. Right. <laughs> well, you put in whatever right. adjective you want in front of. <laughs> right. Just, just talking this way to me disqualifies you from the whole conversation. Uh-oh. In the same way that it actually disqualified Trump hmm. when he actually talked like this too, when he said it'll be a woman. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. The, the only difference here is, and remember when this is when happened when uh, uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I never can R- say her name. RBG. Right. Yeah, RBG. But uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg when yep. she died. Yep. Biden is just tossing an adjective in front of the already partial and faulty judgment. That's right. That's right. There is a difference, however. Before everybody stones me, <laughs> say this: as broken as and faulty as Donald Trump was, he still knows the difference between a man and a woman. His critics know that. That's why they judged him on it so harshly. (laughs) It's very possible, though, that Biden's pick might leave us with something like this. Ah! Ah! That is Minneapolis' city council member. Create! (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) He calls himself Andrea. It should be Andre. Jenkins. Uh Uh-oh. Now you could also get wait, some, wait, wait, wait. for those who are listening on audio. That's so that, a, it's a dude. That's a dude. That, yeah. that is dressing a, up like a like a girl. You saw yeah. me say he right? Okay, just <laughs> he me. calls himself Andrea Jenkins. That is not a one. That's not enough makeup to even make me think that's so. A woman. So uh, this dude could get nominated by Biden, or or you could get some sort of demonic mix of Rachel Dolezal. And Jenkins, where you actually have a white man who identifies whoa, whoa, as a black whoa. woman. What did you just do? I just flipped it back and forth a bunch of times. Stop that. Don't ever do that. You did say demonic mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Just, so I, we can kind of see uh, it again. You, we could get this demonic mix of a, a white man who actually identifies as a black woman who could also identify as a judge, too. I heard I, on, on Not the Bee, one of their reporters um, suggested that Merrick Garland is thinking about doing that. I saw Hillary Clinton, but that, that actually That's but a funny. White dude, but a white dude trying to go black, black, black woman. woman. I mean, why, why not? Why not? Who else? Yeah. Why not? According to how Biden actually understands what a woman is, this could actually be our future. <laughs> it's a little scary. Um, I just want, I, th- I think it would be great if a reporter on the next time uh, uh, Biden has a press, press conference yeah. Yeah. would actually ask. Ask him, yo, Joe, 
what is a woman exactly? Right. Yeah. You know, you saw. Did you Matt see Walsh's Matt Walsh do that exchange, on, uh, yeah. uh-huh. on Dr. Phil or whatever? Uh-huh. And uh-huh. those and those dudes were like, we don't know. Yeah. yeah. We don't know. And you, know, you guys, did you just see the? You, sh- you actually you shared this. So I know you guys saw this. The um, uh, the the prince, Prince Harry, a, a, a Harry and, and Princess Megan. Yeah, yeah, Ma- Mar- Markle. Like, it's yeah. not Markle anymore. Did, did you see? That? Yeah, they. Um, somebody did a blackface on him. <laughs> so there was a. And, and yes, it was no, actually. You, no, I think Knox brought that to my attention. So yeah. right. it, it was uh, French Twitter mm-hmm. decided we should just grab it and put it up here. But French Twitter said, "Hey, this is how the prince, uh, or this is how the queen sees Meghan and Harry." And what they did was darken Megan up and completely revamp Harry and made him black. They gave he's, him new hair. He's a black man. They gave him a beard, yeah. the black beard, yeah, and right. they gave him a darker skin. Right. And the internet um, burned him to the ground, right? They, they did not. They were praised. And so I... So, I what does that mean even? I, th- I the think they were saying the queen's racist. I think that's what so, they were trying to so, say. So, yes. Yeah, so, so France... <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I took it. No, no, Shoot. you're right. So the France, the, the France Twitter completely looked at this and said... The queen has a problem. She sees them like this, right? That's what they're doing. They're say, they're, so they're saying it's a negative thing? Right. Yes. And so I went on the, the comment and said, hey, I thought this was wrong. I thought this, yeah. this was straight blackface. Right. But everybody's praising, like, hey, they look better. This is awesome. They're this like, is great. This is, this is cool. This is not, I'm this, like, this wait a sexy. second. Yeah. yeah. So, so wait. So blackface Northam, that's good. So if, if, as long as we get the, the Photoshop right, that's all that matters. Right. If the Photoshop's clean, we're good. We've said this a number of times on this show, but the thing that people need to remember in all this is that... Um, the, I mean, Rachel Dolezal, so she's on the screen still. Like, yeah. she bought the narrative hook, line, and sinker and thought, well, then I can be a black woman. Yeah. She, she was, yeah. she was yeah. born as a, as a white woman. My buddy went to college with her. With, like, blonde hair. Like, yeah. like not just kind of white, like, yeah. white yeah. like I'm white. You yeah. know? Right. Yeah. And, and like pale white. Like pale white. Like, like Nordic. Like Toby Alaska white. <laughs> He's not pale, but okay. Nordic. Like Nordic. <laughs> Like like can- Canadian territory white, um, but but the thing is is this, it is actually um, we're all from the same blood. Yeah, we're all from the same yeah. blood. Yeah, that's right. And and actually over centuries, over time, like you can be descended from people that had different shades of skin yeah. and different kinds of hair colors mm-hmm. and eye colors and all the rest of it. That's not actually breaking um, fundamentally yeah. the order that God has put in creation. But saying a dude can be a girl yep. is breaking that. Yeah. yeah, and so it's it's absolutely insane and ridiculous that people are screaming about blackface. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I know sometimes it's been done for completely racist reasons. Yeah, but the, but you know this this guy Rachel was actually married to a black man. Yeah, I think mm. they're divorced now. Yeah. You said, yeah. but um, you know, again, she was doing it for ideological reasons that I don't buy into at all. Yeah, but it's there's not really a problem in this world if if you marry a black man. You're a white girl and you married a black man yeah. and you want to, you become one flesh, yeah. you lean into that culture. Yeah. There'll be certain things about you that you would say, oh, that's kind of like the, you, you're embracing black culture because yeah, you married sure. him. Right. And yeah. there's n- nothing, nothing racist that. about that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. called being married. Mm-hmm. And, and anyways, yeah, yeah, there, there's, this is nuts. Well, but this one is of the things nuts. that's driving me about crazy about this is that if we actually want a justice to be on the Supreme Court, right? Yeah. Uh, we want somebody who is blind in, in yeah. how they yeah. decide yeah. to delegate their, right. their judgments, not yeah. someone who's decided to be a black justice. That's right. We don't need a black no, justice. Right. We don't need no. a white justice. We don't need a brown justice. We don't need a female we need justice. Someone a male justice. who is a justice right. in the in the full sense yeah. no, of you're it. You're absolutely but, right. And speaking, I, speaking of the Supreme Court, so here's how where, can here, I trust somebody who's going to be? I'm, I'm a black justice, right? Right, but, but right. here's where Republicans are actually pretty dumb when it comes to the Supreme Court. Yeah, Republicans try to nominate someone who can kind of like get some Democratic votes. Right. Yeah. Uh, score, Democrats score some points on this. Democrats Trump are didn't. like, "Hey, I just, I just want but Trump, Trump, Trump did it with yeah, a girl. That's true. He Trump did. said, "I'm gonna yeah, do a woman. I'm gonna get a woman." But my my point is, is uh, so Republicans don't really nominate constitutional conservative judges. Right. I want that to be a litmus test. Right. I want it to be a litmus test. Are you right. going to end Roe v. Wade? Yeah. Yes. If right. it comes up to my court, yes. Right. But what happens is Republicans try to play the game around. a little bit right. while while Democrats come in and say, I want someone who's like pro, you know, LGBT, who's right. going to legalize right. homosexual marriage. Who's right. gonna, I mean, the litmus test, Democrats have a real litmus test. Right. And Republicans yeah. get played in the Supreme right. Court. Yeah. And that's why we got Chief Justice Roberts. <laughs> that's true. Get that off your chest. <laughs> Thank you. Speaking of insanity. It's like I could introduce any of our stories. <laughs> it's true. Former presidential hopeful Pete Buttigieg, now Secretary of Transportation, has set a new goal of zero deaths. Another thing that it's going to take in order to change the trajectory of roadway safety in this country is a single, ambitious, shared goal. 
And today we commit that our goal is this, zero. Our goal is zero deaths. A country where one day nobody has to say goodbye to a loved one because of a traffic crash. I understand the scale of the challenge and the ambition represented by that goal. And I understand that we may not get there during my tenure as secretary. But the decision to commit to that goal in a serious way at a national level changes the way cities and towns design roads. It changes the ways companies build cars. It changes the way people drive them. Don't miss that. Don't, Don't miss, miss that. that. But first, remember, when anyone denies God and his Christ, remember this. This is always because they're gunning for his job. Mm. Right? When you deny God, that's what you're doing. Yep. They're gunning for that's his right. job. Uh -huh. Every totalitarian regime in the history of the world always has the goal of utopia, yep. heaven on earth, perfection. Yep. Which is to say they're always aiming to be God and the savior of the world. Mayor Pete also vowed to end all cancer, bad feelings, and wipe away every tear from every eye. Actually, Biden was vowing to end cancer. Yeah. Uh -huh. He also promised to provide puppy dogs, unicorns, and free chocolate ice cream for everyone. Yep. You just can't drink ice cream while, or chocolate milk while you're, while driving, you're driving. While you're driving, you can't do that. So. But whenever a mere man, a mere mortal man, tries to save the world, like Pete's promising to do, they always have to reduce its complexity. Since people are finite, they can only work with finite material. This means they have to simplify everything. They cannot have a free world full of human complexity and true diversity with people just doing what they think is best. Mm. That's called freedom, right? Mm. Totalitarian utopias always mean destroying freedom because if Pete is going to save the world, he has to pretend to have control. And in order to pretend to have control, there must be only one or two variables at most. This means... More regulations, yep. more uniformity, yep. fewer variables. Because that's yep. the only way they can pretend to save the world. Right. Your car can only go forward and backwards from this point on. That's <laughs> right. it. That's at, it. At 20 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. Only an infinite God can allow for all the complexities of human freedom and diversity and save us from our sin and death. Pete is not Lord. Yep. Biden is not Lord. Jesus is Lord. That's right. He died for our sins. He rose from the dead. The only man who can save us from sin and death is the man who is also God himself, Jesus Christ. So what will it be? Christ or mandates? Christ right. or lockdowns? That's exactly right. right. The everlasting life of Christ or the false promise of zero deaths from Mayor Pete and going 20 miles an hour well, part of the problem, forwards and backwards. Part of the problem here is um, we live in a messy world. Right. And that's how God made it. or Actually, that's how what our sin did into the world, well, brought all this it's, mess in, it's in the world. It's naturally complex by God's design. That, that's it's right. very complex. And then sin... Makes it makes it more complex, messy. and and the issue is not to be scared of the messiness; it's to be faithful in the in the messiness. Yeah. That's that's what we need to be doing. I, I would also like to give it to Pete here for being bold, um, <laughs> and not setting up like a hotline like Governor Yokin did in Virginia. <laughs> right? I, I'm a little perplexed. Wasn't there a picture of Pete Buttigieg um, in the hospital? Yeah. Uh, who was he? The one inside of the yeah he he and his he had his, a he had his, a patern maternity his, his uh, a gay eternity lead homosexual um, buddy another guy friend yeah yeah um, yeah with a baby so and he was inside the hospital with that baby like he had the baby inside yeah, of the yeah, bed right right like he, he probably, he probably didn't sleep much that like, night like he just gave birth. That's blackface <laughs> yeah. for women, first of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that is. That is blackface right. for women. First of all, I don't trust you. Right. If you expect me to think that you just gave birth, I don't trust you. Yeah. Another thing. Okay. <laughs> it's true. Okay. So, yeah. so, yeah. If, so I'm going to say, and, this is, this is and then one. he went on two month uh, leave for that. <laughs> smacked him. And so here, here, here's the other one. And now he's the secretary of transportation. I don't trust a man that thinks he can breastfeed. Yep. That's the second thing. Uh -huh. And the third thing was the other thing. Oh, yeah. Because of those two things. We can expect at the end of this, there will be more deaths, right? More deaths than yep. we had before. That's right. So whenever the government who is outside of their authority operating, coming to save you, here's I a perfect example, says they will take care of you yeah. and offers you something like this, <laughs> like there will be no deaths. You should say, man, everybody's going to be dying. But yeah, because this is exactly yeah. what COVID did. Right. We'll take care of you. We will save, right. we will save you. And because of that, 80 to 90%, according to Peter McCullough, of the people who died during COVID didn't have to die. Yeah. And they died in the hands of the government. You know, when they say we're here to help and save you, expect more death. You know, speaking of Peter McCullough, we're going to be in Dallas, Fort Worth. That's right. right. That's right. What's the date? Uh, March 16th. March yep. 16th. Mm -hmm. With Peter McCullough. Yeah. 
That's right. And, and registration will open. Live show. Very, live show. Very soon. We're yep, going to be in excited. several cities this spring. Yeah. yeah. Fort Worth is the first one in, in March. Website links will be up uh, by February 15th. Club members will be able to um, register first. Register, yeah, register oh, first. They, yeah. Call, they got, they got 48 now. hours. And what's funny is actually um, I put up the tickets. I was working on it on, on our website, and I accidentally somehow published the ability to, <laughs> to, to, get to, to register, and people registered hey, already. I like y'all. So hey. you guys are lucky. I like y'all. You guys are lucky. But, but if you want in on that first 48 hours, you got to be a member. Be yeah, yeah. Atlas gym owner. Sentenced for keeping gym open during New Jersey lockdown. This is to Knox's point. Never forget. First, first, never forget what happened in 2020. Don't forget it. Yeah. From the tyrannical government shutdowns to the tyrannical medical industrial complex, it's all a sham and a power play. Don't forget that. But also don't forget the government arrested people for visiting local city parks, arrested people for psalm singing, yep. and arrested people for keeping their businesses open to feed their families. I know right. a few of those people. Yep. Remember Atlas gym owner. Ian Smith, he refused to shut down his gym in New Jersey and then defied the court orders by taking off his doors to the gym so the police could not barricade them. <laughs> he took his doors I like off. those people. Yep. And well, nice, Ian, Ian was fined $1.2 million through all this and sentenced to one year probation this past week. Mm. So that's what happened. Wow. Um, I think some of the, the, the fines were multiple fines. I'm not quite yeah, sure how all that showed up. Different but, infractions. But, yeah, yeah. They threw the book at him. They threw the book at him. He kept his gym open in order to save lives. Yeah. Why? Because obese people were in the high risk category of COVID deaths. Yeah. And the government put his knee, their knee, on Ian's neck. Yeah. But here's here's what happened, I think, for a lot of us, and thank God, praise God for it. Yeah. COVID exposed how broken our government really is. Mm-hmm. And and our government has flipped flipped up it, it turned everything upside down. Our government is not here to serve its citizens. You you, you now exist to serve the government. And mm. and you gotta you got we gotta figure this out. And they will do whatever it takes to make you submit, including shutting down your business, right. fining you, probation, arrest, right. Right. all that stuff. We're, we're in a, uh, civically in a, in a real problem. Right. Uh, connect these dots. So what we started yeah. with, the, the failure to, for the government to just do justice. That's yeah. right. Keep your blindfold on. Oh, you better pre- yeah. I feel good. Put your blindfold <laughs> on. Right. The failure to do that yeah. is, is then drives you to think, I don't have this blindfold on. Yeah. Now I'm going to save you. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to I'm going to have zero deaths. Yeah. Right? Which is a claim to be Jesus. That's right. It's so a claim to be God. It's to, it's a claim to be savior. Yeah. And then when you're savior, what you know, we're talking about this, what might they do? Well, Pete inferred, he was trying to say it nicely, but says this affects everything. Yeah. yeah, that's right. right? Because, yeah. The, yeah. The, because the claims of lordship that's it. That's are right. always universal. Yes, yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll affect how we manufacture the cars. It'll, it'll, it'll uh, affect how we do um, everything, you know, how we drive. It'll yep. affect everything mm-hmm. because the claims of lordship have to do it all, right? Yeah. But if you're not Jesus, you suck at being lord. That's, yeah. right. And that's it, right. And it's, it's tyranny, it's oppression, and it, it kills people. More people die. Yeah. And here's example, exhibit A. Yeah. A Atlas gym, gym, gym owner. owner trying to help people flourish yep. as human beings. Exercise. Mm. You know, one of the things that's actually oh, good for your immune system. Come on, yeah. And and what are they doing? They're, they are. They're doing a George Floyd, right? Yep. Mm. Knee on his neck, yep. right? Uh-huh. On the neck yep. of people who want to live right. and be free. That's right. right? And, and, this, and this, is, this is the difference. Is Jesus Lord yep. or is Biden Lord? Is yep. Jesus Lord or is Trudeau Lord? Yep. Is, and our government doesn't want to submit to God. That's, right. that's where we're at. That's, and that's why when we yep. say when we say Christ is Lord, we're, yep. we're and we're saying no king but Christ. Yes, we're saying you, Biden, you must submit to Jesus. That's right, Pete, you must submit to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right, Trudeau, you must submit to Jesus yep. because there's no other way to be free. Yeah. The, the only the other thing I want to say with this too is that this is, we can't lose the fact we can't lose out on the fact that we are responsible for this. Amen. We we have yeah. to take right. it's not just their fault; it's also our responsibility. We have not required them, but we haven't required this. ourselves. That's true. If you have your kids in government schools. This is the right. easiest place for you to start exercising right. your authority, right? right? Why to would be you send your the kids, government? Why would you send your kids to Caesar? You have to. You have to learn. Caesar has free schools. Why? Yeah, that's right. So he can make your kids disciples of Caesar. The, the complaint that I hear so much—it's so hard, right? Do you know what it's like to be a single parent? Yes, I do. My mom, I've mm-hmm. been there. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know what it's like? We have so yeah. many bills. Freedom is hard. Yeah, so shut hard. up. Yeah, freedom means taking responsibility. You have only two options. That's right. You have freedom That's right. or you get death. Right. And yeah. Pete Buttigieg is going to make sure yeah. you can get the second. Remember, remember, there was <laughs> lots of free food in, in Egypt. That's right. Yep. Right? And that's, that's what the right. people were like, oh man, this is hard work being free. Well, let's go back to Egypt where that's the food right. was free and you were slaves. I was, I've been reading through, uh, Booker T. Washington's, um, uh, uh, biography. 
Mm-hmm. And he he was younger, so he's like five or six or seven when the Civil War ended. Okay, um, but he he clearly remembered like when the Civil War ended and it ended slavery. He remembered all the slaves being like super excited, and then like hours later, it set in that they were going to be free, right. and and it kind of got somber. They're going to have to make their own dinner, and they had, and that was his point. He's like he's like freedom for slaves is that transition is really. But there were more than one set Art. of slaves, though. Yeah. Because you had slaves who had left and come back, take care of the masters, because their masters had depended on such a slave yeah, dependency right, that, right. that, yeah, that slavery right. had broken them right. in the other way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, it and makes yeah. slaves out of both people. Right. That's, that's right. right. And, and for and those and that's why that's why the gospel actually cuts through all of this. Because Amen. and this is why like the New Testament, I mean, it's it's such glorious news to both sides of the issue. Oh. Slave owners and slaves yeah. of every sort. You yeah. know, businesses, yeah. literally, whatever, because it knows that the gospel is central. And the gospel is what sets people free. Amen. You begin thinking because you own your own sins. You take responsibility for your own sins before the Lord Jesus. That's right. You're set free in your heart. And that's not just a spiritual thing. That's not just a Gnostic thing. That's, that's right. a real thing. Yes. And you begin thinking that way before the Lord Jesus, and it sets you free. Yep. And wherever you are, that's why Paul says, you know, look, if you can get your freedom, get it. Yeah, that's right. But if, if, you're, if you're a slave, you're already Christ's free man. Yeah. And that's, that's how right. we need to be right yep. now with with the government. With the bondage around us. The government's yeah. knee on our necks. You'd yep. be like, but I'm Christ's free man. That's right. Yeah. I'm already free Amen. in my family, in my yep. church, and I'm going to live that way. Mm, praise I need a lot more organ on that. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> our Fight, Laugh, Feast magazine is a quarterly issue that packs a punch like a 21-year Balvini. Yes. No ice. Hey, where, yes. where's my Does it cost where, as much Where's as my Balvini? Why are you going to have me read this? No oh, Balvini. Balvini. We don't water down our theology. Why would we water down our scotch? Order a yearly subscription for yourself and then say, and a couple yearly subscriptions to your friends who've been drinking lukewarm evangelical Kool-Aid. <laughs> Every quarter, we promise quality food for the soul, wine for the heart, and some Red Bull for turning over tables. <laughs> Our magazine includes cultural commentary, a psalm of the quarter, recipes for feasting, laughter sprinkled throughout the glossy pages, and more. And uh, next issue is yeah. uh, coming out in March. Yeah. You go to fightlaughfeast.com, go to shop, and you can sign up there. Um, and it's on creation. Yes. And we got uh, David Bonson's already going to be writing for us for the, this next the issue. Politic, the politics of six-day creation. That's right. Mm. Politics of six-day creation. Don't go soft and, there. Don't and we go got, soft. We got some good authors coming in this March uh, magazine. Guys, so I actually feel like we can end the show right there, but... We have so much more. David Yarn from, what was That's the, right. um, he has got two companies. NFCB.us. Okay. That's his yeah, website. National, National Fe- Federation of okay. Christian Businesses. There's also the other one, and too. And he's got a Kingdom Business, Business Association. Association. Yeah, yeah, so we're going to talk to him and next. And then. About, yes. And then. Florida Joe. Oh, no. It's Floater. Floater. Floater, Floater Joe. Floater Joe. I thought it was Florida this he, whole time. He's a, ch- he's a trucker in the Canadian convoy, and we talked to him on the road. And we're yep. going to bring him up to you next on Cross Politics, so you want to miss out, even though it really was that good so far. More Cross Politics <laughs> coming up next. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations, we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information. Did you steal my pad? No, this one's mine. No, no, you're a pad thief. See that? Hey, welcome back. Hey, hey, hey. We're trying to do a segment. He stole here. my pad. Welcome back to Cross Politics <laughs> on the one and only Fight Laugh Feast Network. This segment's brought to you by Dime Payments. Dime Payments is a Christian owned pro- payment processing business. Yes. Every business needs a payment process system. So go to dimepayments.com forward slash FLF and sign your business up today. That's a no brainer. When you work with them, it supports. Us. Amen. And they won't cancel you like Stripe canceled President Trump. Mm. They won't cancel that you happened? like MailChimp canceled the Babylon Bee. Check them out. At least have a phone call and then just, just tell them that CrossPolitik sent you. Go to dimepayments.com forward slash FLF. Here, rip me off some paper. Okay. All right. Just, just rip me <laughs> off. Are we still bit. talking about this? Well, he's a thief, so I'm just. Hey, with us on the show today, we are grateful to have Dr. David Yarns. He's the Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer at Morningstar Ministries, located in Fort Mill, South Carolina. 
He's also the co-founder of the Kingdom Business Association, a business mentoring and networking group with members and charter groups from all around the world. Dave has spent 30 years in entrepreneurship in a vast range of fields. He's currently president and majority owner of several investment companies, and his philanthropic work include development of microfinancing throughout India and Africa. David lives in Fort Mill, South Carolina with his wife, Gina, and their three boys. Dave, Mm. thanks for coming on CrossPolitik. Hey, it's really great to be here, guys, and uh, I think you're right. I mean, just listening to your opening promo, can you imagine a sitting U.S. president gets removed from social media because they don't like what he's saying? I mean, yeah. man, we've got to change this thing. It's nuts. So, Dave, tell us about, I mean, what is the Kingdom Business Association? Yeah, Kingdom Business Association, about we about 20 years old. And this is starting from a time where people really had to get their minds around, you know, this secular sacred divide. I want to give all to God, but does that mean I need to go to, you know, Botswana and sell all my, you know, goods and live as a missionary? No, you can run a business. You can, uh, you know, operate in Wall Street, Main Street, Hollywood, Washington, and be strategically used for the kingdom of God. So we developed a, a collective, you know, where people could meet each other, we could get material out to them. And we've been going at it for about 20 years, uh, putting together materials, training, equipping, resourcing, and then connecting people. So uh, I don't know if I hit it all, but that's kind of the, the heart of the Kingdom Business Association. David, does does your business do like any lobbying? In, uh, does the Kingdom Business do any lobbying in um, uh, Washington, D.C. or any kind of, you know, vocal representation on behalf of the businesses? Yeah, well, we have uh, linked up with another organization I happen to be part of, the National Federation of Christian Businesses. And to my knowledge, they're the only Christian business-centric lobbying organization that does direct response to Washington. And I have the privilege of working with them as one of the directors. And what a day, guys. I mean, you guys seem to be a little bit younger than I do, and I, I want to apologize. I feel like my generation, we let a lot go on our watch, and yep, uh, it's yep, kind of like we rented we a car. You. Yeah, we blame you. We, we, we ran it out of gas. We had a car. We rented out of gas. We left it in the field, and we're like, here are the keys, guys. You know, take it from here. <laughs> We've exploited all the natural resources, and uh, it's just been, it's just been a hard time, but I feel like, you know, Bonhoeffer said something like, it's not just, it's not okay to just rail against injustice. He said, you have to drive a spoke into the wheel. Mm. And, you know, he paid with that with his life. And I feel like there are people rising up. They're saying enough is enough. And they're rallying with us with the National Federation of Christian Businesses to tell Washington to get out of our business agenda. Let us operate according to the principles of our faith. Hey, um, David, what are some of the practical ways in which you guys are directly driving that spoke through the tire? Yeah, well, we meet with uh, legislators. And honestly, guys, we've done a poor job as Christians really educating lawmakers as to why things matter to us. Hmm. Honestly, they just don't know. So we do one-part education uh, we also find people, you know, uh, I think we've got somewhere around 27,000 people that are with us with NFCB. And it took a while to find everybody because everybody thinks like, hey, I'm just one small Christian yeah. business. I own a car dealership or something. And then now we're doing direct petitioning uh, to Washington where we have issues that really mean a lot. And there are a lot of cases that are coming up. I'll give you a couple. Yeah, please. Uh, I I just got a hold of my great friend, Ralph Norman. Uh, Ralph Norman is a congressman uh, from this area. And he, uh, what a a move he's doing. Um, So he introduced a bill Tuesday, that's this January the 25th, that would prevent the federal government for tracking individuals based on religious exemption from the Corona vaccine. Uh Now you think like, well, what's the big deal? This is the first time they're trying to um, put together a campaign to identify you in a certain light because you're claiming a religious exemption. Yeah. Does that make sense? Wow. And that comes, and that comes on the heels of the IRS 
uh, putting together, uh, yeah. uh, Biden is putting together like $1.2 trillion yeah. to increase the size of the IRS. I mean, they, the IRS labeled you, if you have a Bible study, they've labeled you as a Republican. That's a Republican activity. Guys, we've never seen the kind of legislation and pressure coming out of Washington to identify and castigate Christian businesses. In my lifetime, I never would have thought this would happen. Yeah. Dave, you said something interesting at the beginning. That's really helpful. You, you mentioned a big part of what you're doing is educating legislators. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would you just like walk us through like a sample um, quick you know, uh, session, session. like yeah. pretend, uh, you know, we're one of these legislators that we're talking to <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, and we don't, you know, you, you think, okay, this guy means well, but he doesn't understand what really is important to us as Christian business owners. Um, what do you, what do you think are some of the top three things that you want a legislator to walk away from one of those sessions where they say, you've got to understand this so you can represent us well. Yeah, that, that's beautiful. Let me start there by kind of going over just a couple of basics. First of all, America, the only country in the world where you can get up tomorrow and start a business and you don't have to ask anybody's permission. Right, right. If, as long as it's not illegal and you need special licensing, you can start selling something. You don't even need a DBA. You could just yeah. uh, you know start a business. And that's why things like Harley Davidson and Hewlett Packard and Apple computer were founded in America in garages. So just the freedom of lack of, of encumbrance and legislation. I mean, government get out of my ability to do business. So some of these things like uh, to answer your question might seem innocuous, like identifying as Christian and putting together a regulation concerning the way I run my business it comes across as this kind of mom and apple pie. Hey, guys, we're concerned about you. That's why we want you to register. That's why we want to make sure that you're not underfunded. That's why we want to make sure that you're signing up for all of our vaccine mandates. It come, comes across as this kind of bleeding uh, heart to help you. But at the end of the day, it's forcing more and more regulation and identification. That's right. Wow. Mm-hmm. But then there are other things like uh, we were watching a case in um, Virginia where uh, a real estate company was taken out of the ability to ch- have certain transactions because they had John 316 on their website. And this, wow. I mean, this is, this is clearly infringing on my ability. I mean, you know, whether you're Catholic or Baptist or Pentecostal, I mean, if you want to have, uh, you know, uh, a manger scene in front of your building, or if you want to, you know, say the rosary or whatever your Christian view is, we want to protect that because this stuff's under attack. Yeah. Yeah. And the first thing is kind of regulation, censoring, uh, starting to categorize Christian business, but make no mistake, guys, it's an all-out attack. I hope I answered that question a little bit. Yeah. John, John um, it seems like uh, David. I, I was thinking of a guy named John. John. The Baptist, I'm sorry, John the Baptist. Baptist. David. David. That's what you're thinking of. John the Baptist. No, it, anyways, I'll have to tell you my thought, bro. I, you don't want to. You don't want to go there, David. Um, it seems like 2020 kind of broke, or, or, or broke a lot of people, or we found out that they're that we're really broken in a lot of ways. And we aren't as, uh, let's say, courageous as we should be as <laughs> Christians. Or, yeah, kind of. Um, and I, th- I think a lot of you know churches didn't stand up uh, to government tyranny like they should have. And then a lot of Christian yeah. businesses just kind of capitulated to, you know, the mask yeah. mandates, lockdowns. Or the, the lockdowns, all this stuff. Uh, you know, so I'm having a hard time even finding Christians I can kind of fight with against this overreach when they just capitulated so easy in, in during COVID. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, you know, it's a vacuum of leadership. It's a vacuum of courage, isn't it? I mean, when it comes down to it, um, you know, the other thing is that, you know, America is the only country in the world founded under the premise that God is sovereign over man and man is sovereign over government. We didn't, we didn't, we weren't formed with a king. Yes, yeah, right. And, you know, we, the people, if we advocate our responsibility and I'm, I mean, just, you know, basic constitutional right of petitioning uh government because of regress 
because of issues. If we don't do that, my God, guys, Mm -hmm. the uh, legislatures, lawmakers are inundated by a leftist socialist agenda. If they don't hear somebody giving a counterpoint to it, you know, standing up with some courage and, you know, uh, you know, the, the first people that are listed as being thrown into hell are the cowardly. That's right. In Revelation. Isn't that's that amazing? Right. That's right. I mean, and I think now we've got a cause, you know, something that can really ban us together. And uh, we're looking at uh, we're looking at some issues of social media, um, you know, social media giants kind of uh, looking specifically at Christians and deplatforming them and uh, throttling them back. Yep. Uh, we're looking at issues where just government control into business. Uh, is really, uh, you know, at an all-time high. Here's one that I, I saw as we were coming in today. There's a coach fired for praying silently after a football game. Yeah. Coach Coach Kennedy yeah, prayed a, silently a after a football game, and he was fired yep. for exercising his Christian faith. Right. A federal court, including the ultra-left Ninth Circuit, ruled this because he was a school employee. Can you imagine? Yep. He's praying silently after a game. We've gotten to that point. Right. But uh, I think we need to be courageous, guys, you know, because I, I mean, I've, I feel like we don't want to just wave our bony finger and rail at all that's going on. We need to be courageous and rally and do some things. And I'm seeing some incredible people step to the plate. Um, it's almost like this, this, you know, line of demarcation where you're yes. either with us or, yeah. you know, you're going to get swept away. So, Hey, David, could you help me understand? I kind of have two questions here and you can choose in which way you want to answer these. Um, I kind of want to know, you know, what have you guys been able to accomplish thus far since you started? Because you guys have started in one way and kind of found a reason to exist in another. So kind of one of the what are some of the successes that you guys have had as you've been going? And the other question is, I want you to pitch me if I got a company. And yeah. I, you know, what, why should I sign up? What is, what is signing up with you guys going to ultimately do at the end of the day? Yeah, well, for sure, you know, uh, united we stand, divided we fall. I mean, you know, you need to, you, we need to, to get together with somebody to make our voice stronger and louder. And, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll definitely advocate for, for I mean, there's a lot of, uh, great organizations that are out there. Um, uh, you know, the FRC, the Family Research Council, great friends. You know, Jerry Boykin's a great friend of mine. They're doing a great job. Guys, these are drops in the bucket compared to the number of people that should be out there. So whether it's rallying with us, if you're a Christian business owner and you say, hey, this really matters to me. Most of the people that are Christian business owners, their decision is being made around the dinner table. We're talking about the local car dealership, the tool and die manufacturer, the real estate company. And when you talk to them about, um, you know, things like healthcare issues, they're looking at their daughter-in-law that's pregnant. They're, they're looking at practicing businesses that have been around for generations and now they're feeling threatened and they don't know where to go. Uh, I think it's a goal of Marxism to make you feel small and isolated. But here are the stats. 50% of the GDP of America is small business. And we believe that 10 million of those are Christian-owned small businesses. So if we can rally together and just say, uh, you know, agree on some common points. uh, One of the things that we did this year was a big uh, promotion for us. We put together a thing called the Christian Business Bill of Rights. And we had it really designed well. We, you know, we went through with our uh, uh, you know, board really looked at it, but put together some of the fundamental truths that you have as a Christian business and really got that out there to people to educate our Christian businesses. Because without that, I mean, it's almost like a deluge of fear, yeah. you know, and I, I get it, you know, I, you know, I get it. You know, you want to, you want to just be left alone. And uh, just work on your business. It's hard enough, man. Yeah. You know, keeping employees yeah. and paying the bills, I get it. Yep. But if you don't unite with something to push back on this kind of Marxist, leftist agenda that is coming out, I mean, I, I don't know where we're going to stand. So, what's, what, uh, guys, you, I'm getting all fired up here. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. I want to know what the Bill of That's Rights what, is. Yeah, what, what, can, you, can you give us the Bill of Rights? Oh yeah, I can send it to you. I mean, it's pretty long. Can you summarize I mean, I, it for us pretty quickly? Can, can, can you like summarize I'll, I'll it? I'll send you this. This is a, a free magazine that we put okay. out. 
And uh, it looks like one of you guys on the cover there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks not, just like Knox. Not me. <laughs> and then, and then, and then I'll send it to you. But it's got the Christian Bill of Rights. So, I mean, you know, number one, you've got the right to religious freedom. You know, as a private entity, you've got the right to religious freedom. It's 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 part and parcel with the Constitution yeah. of the U.S. So, you know, I mean, we've got to start there. These are. You know, because what happens, like right now, I'm going through a, a large uh, freedom of information. Uh, you know, we, we had a lawsuit in place just to get freedom of information right. from the government on some issues with another organization. And I'm involved in a big freedom of information kind of uh, war, so to speak. But the big thing is that I feel like the government agency feels like these are our records and we're, you know, doling little pieces and giving them to you. No, man, this, these are my records. Mm. This is, these are, this is our stuff. This is our government. This is, you know, we, we've got to turn that thought around. Uh, Mm. I don't know if I'm articulating that well, but come on, man, we've got to push back on that. What's number two? Number two, the right to free speech. Yeah. It sounds like the constitution. (laughs) Yeah, you know, <laughs> confronting false facts. Um, you know, you you have the you have the right to free speech, yeah. and I I think that what happens is you know you see someone that um, uh, doesn't bake a cake because they don't believe that they should be supporting LGBTQ initiatives, yep. and they get sued. The rest of us think like, oh my god, you know, uh-huh. maybe I should, uh, uh, you know you know, hide in the, in the, you know, hide my head in the sand, so to speak. Yeah. I've seen a couple of organizations that I've worked with for decades, take every reference for Christianity out of their bylaws, Ooh. out of their public face in the last couple wow. of years. And it's just such, I mean, first of all, Jesus said, if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before right. uh, the uh-huh. angels in heaven. Right. But secondly, then the burden falls on a fewer, a smaller and smaller group of people to really stand up. Yeah. If you just say, hey, That's I just right. don't want to be a part of this fight. I'm going to sit at the right. sidelines. And I get it. You know, one of the groups, they had a large uh, a donor issue. People were donating to them and they didn't like the overt uh, side of Christianity on their their public face of the ministry or of the business, actually. Yeah. And they removed it to get more donors. Man, I, I just don't see it. Wow. I mean, All I right. think now is the time for us to be exercising our right to free speech more than ever before. You have the right to free association. So for us, we have the right to bring uh, Christian businesses. We're getting together this year in Washington, and we've got key meetings set up with uh, lawmakers. We just go and say, hey, you know, my name's Dave, and I operated a hedge fund, and I operate a hotel, and here are some things that are really concerning to me, and make our voices known. Uh, and you have the right to, you know, you have the right to sue. You have the right for regress. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, I was part of a large um, uh, federal case in which uh, people were suing because they were discriminated against by their government. So, yeah. um, you know, we have to we have to take these. You know, if these liberties aren't used, I'm a, I'm afraid they'll be they'll yeah. be taken away or they'll be mothballed. Mm. So, Dave, where, where's a website that we can go to actually finish? And join the rest of these Bill of Rights uh, and to check out what you guys are doing. What's the best place to? Easy one. NFCB.us. NFCB.us. I don't know if you can see it yeah, there. We but, see it there. Yeah, and, yeah. and you owe us a I think the, Go ahead. I think the Bill of Rights is on there. The Christian Bill of Rights is on there. And what's your website? Uh, NFCB.us. Oh, okay. That's all right. Hey. Uh, you owe us a magazine. I want one of those yeah, in here. Come on. <laughs> and sign. Well, sign. That's I mean, right. David's signature I feel like on you it. guys are rock stars. I mean, for, for standing up and addressing some of these issues. Come on. I mean, really, uh, I, I just want to pray for God's blessing and encouragement over you all. You can, and you you know can send us I a found? check, Dave. You can send us a check. I don't, you can send us a check. We'll, we'll talk about this in just a second. Next on Cross Politics. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you who to write out to. David Shannon.
Trucker Joe. Floater Joe. No, Floater Joe. Floater. Everybody, the whole industry calls me Floater Joe. Awesome. Because I own Floater Floater Transport. All, All right. right. Awesome. Floater where, Joe. Where are you at, Joe? Uh, we are in a huge line of convoys. All right. Hold on. Don't ask almost, me any questions. Almost about an that. We're recording. But no. No, we're recording. We're, we're recording now. We're recording. We're, recording. we're, recording. we're live. We got Joe. We're live with Trucker Joe. Uh, flo- floater, floater Joe. Joe. It's floater, floater Joe. Joe. Floater Joe. Floater Joe. Where Where in Canada are you? We're almost in Ottawa. How How far wow. out are you? All twenty kilometers. Oh wow, you're there. Okay, I think in miles. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll translate uh, that. That, that sounds so, close. About what was? Yeah. Uh, wow. Oh, I don't. Do they, well, yeah. yeah. Hey. Wow. There's, well, hang on. Yeah, that's crazy, guys. It's absolutely so, so, crazy. So, Florida Joe, I got to ask you because uh, Justin Trudeau came out and said, you know, he got sick and couldn't meet with y'all because he tested he, for coronavirus no, no. but didn't have it. Yeah, that's right. right. He, came he, in, he came in contact with someone. Con- yeah, right, which is, uh-oh, we lost it. We lost the signal. <laughs> he no, still- no, you didn't. No, okay. you didn't. No, okay. you didn't. Hang on. We can still hear it's him. Just, okay, hit the, no, you Okay, we got to make it so it doesn't take phone calls or something. There you go. Everybody is trying to get in touch with Florida Joe right now. Fox is calling. NBC hey, is calling. Look co- at this. Look at all these people. Yeah, they, uh, they're trying to do an interview with us. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so Joe, so, so Joe, tell me this. Right now, Trudeau, he had talked about this, I believe, last night or yesterday, said that this was a small minority group who was out here trying to flex their muscles, basically, and they really don't represent the large majority of people in Canada. What do you say to that? Uh, I say it is absolutely insane. The, the, the guy's a punk. <laughs> uh, like, I'm just kidding. No, but this is, this is unbelievable, the support and the amount of people. Like, like, like how do I, I don't know if I can do that, but, like, it's, it is – this has been going on. We left. Uh, we left my place at um, four o'clock this morning, and we've been driving steady since four a.m. And wow. it's now quarter to two, and this wow. has been the traffic. And there, and I, okay, turn back to me so they can see me. You got You're my camera lady. Um, but then, right, and, and so the truck stops, transport trucks full of produce and food. And everybody's like the, the truck stops full, and people are just bringing food out and drinks. Wow! Windshield washer. One of my, our guys in our crew was in his truck last night, and someone came up and fueled up, filled up his truck. Two hundred dollars of fuel in his truck. Wow! Like, wow. Just simply, just be, yeah. It, it, like there's there's people everywhere. It's crazy, and we're not even there yet. So so floater Joe, uh, yeah. why are all the truckers? coming together now why didn't they maybe come together earlier why now yeah you know both hands on the wheel both hands on the wheel while you're driving (laughs) he's a trucker there's an army jeep guys check this out an old army jeep here oh wow Trudeau must go Wow! So, wow! Uh, we're, hey, and, and we're just trying to keep this raw for you guys. Like, yeah, you guys keep it raw, man. No, absolutely. Like, like this is good content. This is what the news ain't showing people. That's what we want to see. Yeah. Keep that's right. right. Yeah. So what's uh, the news ain't showing you this? So no, here. So back to this whole thing about this isn't a this isn't about truckers anymore. This is about the Canadian people, and we're doing mm. this for Canadians and Americans. So this the truckers just have the the power and the vehicle. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. To actually do this and it's not just a rally where people go downtown take an uber and, and run around there, there's people that have traveled from bc newfoundland all every corner of canada investing yeah. three four thousand dollars in fuel and their time yeah. and their equipment yeah. and they're here and to make a difference and it is un- that's what this is what this is what united states and canada need. we need yeah. we need to step up that's the right truckers motiv- motivated the truckers motivated it and we're done with mandates. We are done with the vaccines. We are done with all of this suppression. And and, and, and the kindness and the care is just overflowing here right now. It is unbelievable. So what do you, you, you guys are yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, no more masks. None of this. We're done with we're it. We're fighting yeah. for our children. Yeah. Freedom. Yeah. Like these Amen. guys have written on their motorhome. They're just, God loves you. This is God's well, land. Trudeau. Now, at least you can't unplug it out and just... Wow. Um, Floater Joe. We lost the sound. Did you, you guys mute? Everything. There yeah, we go. Yeah, no. 
Yeah, she went and unplugged the phone on, so because you're connected to my truck. That's okay. This is real life right here. (laughs) This is live. This is live. We are your broadcasters. Yes. And we're just showing you like this. It's like it's like oh here. Okay, now flip it back to me because once we come up to these trucks, look at this whole row of trucks. In a second. So so there's there's twenty of us just in our own little group. Oh wow. Yeah. Censorship is not science. So censorship, we've had a big problem with censorship. Yep. Uh, they're turned our cameras off on our roads so people can't see the, the, the size of this. Yep. Yeah. So we have wait, 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 wait. Well, I'm sorry. Did you say that again? That just went by so quick. Are you telling me? So there's me- cameras mounted on the road, you know, like highway cameras. They turned off the highway cameras so that. They have. Yeah. And, wow. they, and, they, and the other day they, they uh, shut down some of the Facebook groups. Like it is. This, Facebook. We're exposing. Facebook. We're exposed. Yeah, we're exposing so many lies of this. Like, I saw. I saw a clip with the CB. Is it CBC? Is it kind of your big Canadian broadcast company or whatever? Yeah. They they were yeah. out, they were out at one of the rallies where there was like just a, thousands thousands of people, and they had the camera at the very end of the line pointed the other direction. They had, oh. it, they had it pointed the wrong direction to show like there's like five or ten people, and then someone else takes a camera and turns their camera around yeah. to show thousands yeah. of Canadians gathering, and the CBC guys got the camera pointed the wrong way. Yeah, it like so it's been unreal, and we've seen that, and we've seen that almost everywhere. There's cameras; they're they're really isolating what you see. But 401, like we have the 400 series highways, they they are the busiest highways in North America. And we were on them yesterday because this has been like we were in a convoy yesterday, too. And there was people on the 401. Yes. On the lanes, giving wow. it like unbelievable. Like the footage that we even have from that is unbelievable. But no one's seen that. So that's why I'm glad that you guys are able to be here with us. See yeah. it live. See it real. See it uncut. So yeah. help so help me understand this. So, so is this this seems very organic. Is that what's happening? It's kind of started and then it's become just this huge mushroom of people saying, well, I'm going to be there too. Well, I'm going to be there too. This thing is just organic, yeah. right? Uh, it's blown. I, I don't even know if anybody knows the size of this. Yeah. Uh, like I heard about, because I'm in the trucking industry, I heard about three, four weeks ago and I was like, yeah, trucker strike, whatever they're talking about. And then, then on social, just blew it up. TikTok. Like I, re- I say it's not TikTok anymore. It's truck talk. Yeah. Because it's just all about this convoy and pictures of trucks. And I've never seen so many Canadian flags in my life. Yeah. And the, like, it's unreal. And like they're everywhere. Like there's just like this guy's writing all over his truck. Like people are just going maniacal. Yeah. Freedom <laughs> United, we stand. And uh, <laughs> well, we can't, and, can't like, beep that out. I, that was a Brandon. <laughs> a Brandon. Yeah, yeah, there's some of that. Yeah, there's some of that. Quite a bit. There's a lot of American flags, too, man. Yeah. A lot of of American flags, too. I heard there were a bunch of truckers actually coming up from the States to join you guys. Uh oh. It's froze. My my crazy buddy here. Oh, I don't know if you want to show this. I don't know if you want to show that. That's where we're staying tonight. Uh, Anyways, yeah, we brought camper trailers. And here's a whole, like, here, I'll just get you some more footage here. Yeah, everywhere. Wow. Uh oh. Lost the mic there. Lost your sound again. Here we go. We're back. It's back. It's back. back. Okay. Yeah. So we'll just be careful with that. So, um, yeah, like, um, yeah, like, so when you guys get to Ottawa, what, I mean, what's the plan? Yeah, that's like, what I was gonna like ask. You, you go to Ottawa and you rally there. What, I mean, what is, is there a plan? Are people talking about what you do when you get there? Um, I don't know what I don't. I, we're just gonna get there and figure it out. We don't know what's yeah. gonna. But we have a goal in front of me here. You can't see it. And that's we brought uh, a set of bleachers that uh, that I that we have. <laughs> <laughs> and we are that sits 300 people, and our goal is to get it set up somewhere, maybe in front of Parliament or something. Yeah, and we're going to fill it with people in Canada flags. We're going to single Canada on it. I think that's going to be oh, there you uh, go. a fun thing to do. But we're just going to make sure you get to the good verses in O Canada, <laughs> yeah, right? Stop. Sing all of them, huh? All yeah, the verses. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're going to get sing the whole thing. So that we're going to go down there and just. I, I don't know. Like, well, Joe, let me. We're, not every, not everybody's here yet. Tomorrow, there's still a whole other convoy coming from the. Like, they're not. The West guys aren't here yet. Yeah. What's and wow. I don't think, Yeah. What What is it that you ex, that you that you think from the group with this organic momentum happening? What is it that they want at the end of the day? What is it they hope to accomplish with this? We if, we definitely want all mandates lifted. We want all this passport vaccine stuff abolished. Um, and, and, and we want, we want all this government overreach 
yeah. it's got to stop. But yeah. it, that can't just stop in Canada. It's got to stop in the United States, too. 100, 100%. It it's yes. everywhere right, right so, now. Right? So we need to all band together. I think we got to, uh, figuratively speaking, forget about the borders in the United States and Canada, step up, we need to band together, and let's put an end to this because this is ridiculous. Yeah. And, and, and like in Ontario here, where we're at, we can't even go to restaurants. Yeah. Right? Oh. Like we can't go to restaurants. Like you, Man, some, no. some people down south think we live in igloos. But the truth of it is, if you're double vaxxed, you can go to an outside patio and eat something that looks like an igloo. So maybe it's true because <laughs> we got these, we got these stupid little domes that you sit in, and then you you order a bowl of soup and it comes out on a popsicle stick. It's ridiculous. Oh man! So you got to you got to know it's minus twelve here right now, man. It's cold. Wow. I'm sorry. I don't calculate past zero. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah well, it's cold. It's cold. Hey, Florida. And that's, and that, Go ahead. Yeah, and that's another example of the dedication. It is freaking freezing cold. Like minus twelve, minus fifteen is cold. Yeah. And we've got people standing out on overpasses and everywhere, yeah. freezing to death. But they're here for the for the cause. Mm. Wow. You know, I hear too. Is it true that a large majority of the dr- truckers are actually vaccinated? Is that true? Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's so many people here vaccinated. It's unbelievable. It's not about that. And the vax. We there's so many people that did the vax thing and they did all the what they're supposed to do but they still can't still can't go to restaurants anymore. right they, they haven't gotten any more oh p went out is that what we're supposed to do can yeah, someone pull that, that up that is yeah, yeah this is what we're supposed to be yeah, this is okay go. sorry um so no the, like people are doing what they're supposed to do and yeah and they're still it's just it, it just keeps going farther and farther yeah. and farther it's and people get tired and that you know what that's where we're getting a lot of our there's tons of people out here wow with so, with, uh, okay, so Flo- Floater Joe, um, yeah. how did Justin get reelected? If there's all this uprising now, I mean, he just got he just got reelected, didn't no, he? I, I, there, fair, yeah, we don't hear the glare's brutal on there. There we go. The, <laughs> the um the we don't know huh? honestly. Wow, we don't know. I think uh, we don't know because I, wow. I don't know anybody that voted for him. Wow. Wow. <sighs> Floater Joe, everybody. Hey, st- y'all stay safe. I, I, got, I got one thing. So Jacob Rayom, uh, Jacob Rayom from uh, uh, Trinity Bible Chapel. I texted Jacob. I was yep. like, man, do you guys know anybody? I, I asked him. I was like, do you know anybody in the convoy, any trucker in the convoy? And he said, he said, we got this one guy that we know um, through our church uh, that's that's in the convoy. Call him. And, and he gave me your cell phone number. So do you know, yep. Pastor, do you know Pastor Jacob Rayom? No, I just know a guy that goes there. His name's uh, Chris Wagler. Okay, he's uh, he goes there, so he probably passed on. He's pretty proud of us. He's uh, him and I used to drive truck together. Actually. Wow. Well, 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 there you go. Well, it sounds like it sounds like you need to go to church and get baptized. Then <laughs> there you go. And I'll say something to that. It's this this thing here. There's it's it's crazy seeing. People with different faiths, different beliefs, different everything, mm-hmm. and they are they are coming together like brothers and sisters. It is unbelievable. We had uh, uh, was a Sikh church. Like yeah, there's yeah. churches like these people are like we don't care. Come up here. We've got room for you guys to sleep. We got food, drinks, tea, everything you need. We are totally open. Like these places are opening up like crazy mm-hmm. to the to the people, and that's and that's it's incredible. just it doesn't matter. Like you can you can. It doesn't matter about any of that right now. What what everybody is banding together is for freedom and yeah. for this stuff to come to an end. You know, no more satanic masks. That's right. Yeah. That's what this yeah. this is a spiritual war, and uh, yeah. you know you're given the choice right now. Um, what will come up is you can mm-hmm. either choose to be a part of this or not. Yep. Yep. Sorry, just a phone call come in. That's Sorry. Right. No, that's that's just probably Fox. You know, I just I do want to say this though, man. We are pulling for you guys over here and we are praying because at the end of the day, we know that if, if Christ doesn't bring liberty, there's not gonna be any liberty. And so I'm praying that you guys are baptized in that type of uh worldview at the end of the day, man, because I want to see a free Canada at the end of the day. And Amen. I, and I want to see you guys having yeah. your freedoms. Yeah. Keep fighting the good fight, yeah, you guys. Well, and our kids' freedoms. And we've let, lost two years. Yeah, well, here, to get it back. we've got kids holding kids holding signs saying, "Please don't take any more of our freedoms." And yeah. other signs where it says, "Kids are like, can we? Can this? We need this to stop so my mommy can watch us play hockey." Yeah, like 
Yeah. Like, Base. It's crazy. That's crazy. Crazy. Yep. We've got it. Wow. So that's who we're doing this for. Gen- uh, freedom is not inherited. We have to fight for it for right. on every generation. That's, that's right. right. Well, God, God bless you. Uh, Floater Joe, keep up the good work. Awesome. Thanks, Thank guys. you, guys. Appreciate Thank you, guys. Drive safe. This was awesome. All right. Hopefully we gave you guys some good content. That, that was, was wonderful. That was, that was fantastic. That was awesome. Fantastic. Yep. We're praying for you guys and I'll, cheering I'll, you on. I'll text you a link to the show. We'll see you. Perfect. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah. See you now. All right. Take care. Floater Joe. <laughs> we, uh, we tried to name him Trucker Joe. No. That, yeah. that didn't work. No. It's Flo- okay. Floater Joe. Floater Joe. Joe. It's That's just like right. kind of like Trucker Joe. Close. Man, you know, it was really interesting hearing him talk about the fact that, you know, and so Trudeau, this is what happens when you're wicked, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have such narrow vision, mm-hmm. right? Trudeau is seeing this and he's yes. saying, oh, it's just these truckers. Mm-hmm. What he's not seeing is the guy who comes and pays for the gas, mm-hmm. the people who come out and bring food, mm-hmm. the other people that are standing on overpasses that are mm-hmm. cheering him on. He's not seeing that these guys are federally representing a larger group beyond right. Everything that's going on here. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm getting everything ready. What, for the, what, what, we're still thing. recording. We're and still you, recording. You just in completely the show. checked out of I'll, everything. We're still All in right. The show. You know what? Thanks, Gabe. Well, that will just. <laughs> this is how Gabe so, does it sometimes. You're hey, trying to finish the show. If you're just... single, get married. Thanks, Gabe. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, everything's so unorthodox. Go baptize them. Until starts, next you know, week. Texting people. <laughs> God, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight. Laugh. And feed. I guess this and whole pray, and pray for and Florida pray for, Joe. Play for Florida Joe and all those Canadians out there. Yeah. This is cross politics.